Hi, my name is Sherman. And I'm Chris. And welcome to Drag It Out. So, I mean, we've been gone for a while. Sorry, guys, for not posting last week. But it wasn't my fault. It was someone else's. But, you it know. It wasn't mine. Ah, anyway. <laughs> so, um, let's just talk. So, what we've been up to lately. So, I was one. I was in a wedding this uh, past weekend. I also went to a cocktail party. First time being a groomsman and first time going to a cocktail fancy cocktail party for a wedding so that was fun that's cool and what have you been up to honestly i've just been really busy with work which has been nice it's been a nice change of pace um but yeah i've just been busy with drawing up designs and doing tattoos and normally when i get home from work i'm just exhausted i don't really have the energy to make one of these things but i mean i it has been something that i've been aware of that we need to do so also something that I've wanted to do it's just all about finding the time Mm -hmm. sure that's what it's about um so we have been a lot we've been doing a lot like personally in our lives in general you know I mean I think that's kind of expected the beginning of the year because you're just kind of like one fuck new year's resolutions not that but like you're you're trying to get yourself prepared because there's taxes and then there's well yeah um but honestly for me it's more because the summer is the busiest time of the year for tattoos which is stupid because the winter is the best time of the year to get tattooed but regardless of the fact uh summer is always the busiest time for tattoos and spring is just starting and people are like oh my god i want to get tattoos and they've gotten their taxes back so they've been coming and giving me all of their tax money which i can't complain about well you know what i was gonna get a tattoo from you but since you want to bring in taxes i won't use my (laughs) tax money to get a tattoo i'll wait until i say literally first you said i'm gonna wait till i get my bonus and then Mm -hmm. i'm gonna wait till this i'm gonna wait till that and then i was like you know what look i promise you i'm gonna come and get my tap my tattoo as soon as i got my tax money and now what are you saying no i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it regardless <laughs> i have the money i can pay you right now but i won't because i need to see this shop make sure it's sanitary the so, shop's clean It'll i'm pretty fine. sure it is so anyway apart from all of that our personal lives and what we've been doing i think it's good for us to just get into like Chris wanted me to watch Woman King, and that's the review. We'll still have to do that at some point, because I haven't seen the movie It's a yet. good movie. Honestly, I enjoyed it, but I think you'll enjoy it, too. Okay. Well. Don't spoil anything. Okay, so we were going to do that and review that, but today, for today's episode, or just talk about it, we wanted to just kind of go over like a movie that we just watched. I've been seeing it everywhere. I've been hearing about it for months, and I've just been like, I need to watch this movie, right? And so I invited Chris over like just yesterday and we sat down and we watched this movie and this movie is called Everywhere or Everything Everywhere Everywhere, All at Once. Oh yeah, that one. All at Once. So we watched that movie and I'm going to tell you right now before we go into our review. Actually, we probably should start off on a scale from 1 to 10. 10 being the best movie you've ever seen in your life. Obviously. What would you rate the movie? (laughs) Um... It was a, it was really good. So I, it was so weird though. Uh, but I love weird. I mean, I'm gonna have to go with. I'd give it an eight. Okay, solid eight. Yeah. All right. I would personally. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Oh, I don't know if we're gonna do the point, but but no. But I'm saying, I'm saying, like the movie was very, very, like. It started off slow. It wasn't super slow. It, it got quick to the action. But yeah. it started off slow. And I was like, what is this? What am I watching? Right? Because yeah, I hadn't read anything on the movie other than people telling me I should go watch it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know about it until you said something about it. And I was like, what is? what are you saying here? Yeah. So you, you rated it at 8. I said at 8.5. If you without going into details, because we're going to get into the movie. Yeah. Why did you give it an 8? Like, was it... I think it was because, one, it was a mixture of the comedy that was in it. Um, I would say the fact that it actually makes you think. You know, even though some of the things are ridiculously outlandish, Yeah. I would say, um, it was still put together in a smart way. And if you really, I guess, think about what happens in the movie and how the movie plays out... Again, it's just a very well thought out and smart movie. There's obviously some parts in the movie 
that didn't have anything to do with the story, but they added to the comical effect. Yeah, so I will say that I feel like I gave it an 8.5 because it just embodied, it embodied everything that I felt that I felt when I watched The Matrix the first time, which I didn't know what I was getting into. I went into the movie. I knew it had something to do with like some alternate reality or humans being trapped in a machine. But when I watched this movie, I sat down and I was like, I know it's going to be part comedy because I heard it was supposed to be funny on some level. But I think I it had the right amount of comedy and funny moments to where like it was unexpected. Most movies set up the comedy moment, yeah. but this one is just like, it just threw you in it and it was that much more funny because yeah. you're like, what the fuck is this? Absolutely. Because you're sitting there for like a good little bit like, wait, what is this part? This is really part of the movie? What's going on? And then like, it, yeah. it just drags on and it, that's when it starts becoming funny because you're just like, oh wait, this yeah. is a funny moment. Yeah. Yeah. So that was it. And it, I mean, I guess we can get into like the review of the movie apart from just, you know, what I rated it because it was more than just funny. It was yeah. also emotional for me. I didn't think I was going to get as emotional as I do, but I easily get emotional in general. Yeah. But it was actually, it was a very emotional movie. There was very, there were some heartfelt moments um, between the daughter and the mom and something with the husband and the mom and <coughs> even with Darlene or whatever her fucking name was. <laughs> yeah. So, so actually, why don't you give your overview of what you thought the movie was, explaining to them what the movie is, the whatever the high peaks moments or the moments of the movie that you remember the most. Okay. So basically it's a movie about like on the on the most basic description of it is basically what I give my friends that when I tell them to go watch it because I don't want to spoil anything. It's about it's a movie about a woman who drastically needs to learn how to jump between um, universes to save the multiverse. Yeah. But at the but at the core of the movie, I felt like it was it was about you know like kindness trumps all. You know, like you could be a fucking dictator asshole and you know build followers through fear or other motivations, but the one true way that you're really going to move forward and uplift your life at the same time is to be kind to others and, you know, like just have humility about the way that you carry yourself. And that's kind of how I got what I got from the basic moral of the story. Mm -hmm. Um, But also there's so much other deep, I would say, um, meanings to the movie in other Mm -hmm. senses as well like um everything with the daughter and how how the relationship between the mother and the daughter throughout every universe was always fucked up in some sort of way and always pretty much led to the ending that created the evil person in the first place, I yeah. guess. Um, so, I don't know. There was just so much going on. I think some of my favorite parts in the movie, honestly, one of my favorite parts in the movie was just the rock scene. Um, <laughs> that shit just made me laugh so hard. Um, yeah. Um, aside from that, though, definitely the weirdest, and I know you agree with me on this, was the hot dog finger scene, which... <laughs> okay, please sees, elaborate. Uh, we don't want people to think these are like dildos yeah, as fingers. There are dildos in the movie. Some okay. dude gets his ass beat with dildos, and that actually, thank you for reminding me of that, because that was also one of my favorite parts of the movie. That shit was hilarious. Um, but when I'm when I'm talking about the hot dog fingers, I don't know if any of the listeners have uh, seen the movie yet, but there's a dimension... Uh, or there's a universe where the characters are the same, but their fingers are literal hot dogs, and they like fucking flap them around and like and like making love is like fucking like caressing each other's faces and licking the hot dog finger. It's it's quite <laughs> weird. Um, but because their fingers are useless because they don't have any bones, they get really good at 
doing shit with their feet. So like picking stuff up and like driving and playing the piano and stuff like that is all done with their feet. Yeah. That 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 was funny. That was the funny part of the movie. It was also disturbing. Like you said, it's like it's like funny, but at the same time, it's, it was borderline. Especially the part where it was like putting each other's fingers in their mouth. Oh, dude, You're like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Like, when it like exploded mayonnaise into the person's that was yeah. It was it was a lot. That it was, was a lot. lot. Well, okay. So my point of view of the movie, or my little like review of the movie, is just like essentially what you said. It's a movie that that basically starts out. What I feel like mm, some people might feel, which is just like you have not accomplished a lot. A lot, a lot of people, not yeah. some people. There's, I feel like there's more people in the world who can relate than can't. True. So, yeah, a lot of people probably would be able to relate to her story about her just like not really being happy about where she is in life and if she would have <coughs> made things different and stuff. And like missing out, like not taking opportunities because for fear of failure. Yeah, that's true. So I, so the whole thing for me about the movie or how I reviewed the movie is just like, it was about <coughs> that, but it was, but as I watched the movie and I went through each act, it was like three acts and some of them caught me off guard. Yeah. Um, but I would have to say that the character... I don't know. It's weird. The movie. So the movie is about her jumping from dimension to dimension to save the multiverse. But I think, from my perspective, it was not about the multiverse. Because no. honestly... Honestly, the, her daughter wasn't even destroying planets. She wasn't destroying dimensions. She was... So I was like, she wasn't really a threat to anybody else other than her family in the multiverse. No, because anybody who went through that black hole bagel thing that she made mm-hmm. was just gone. And there, a lot of people were went through there. Okay, maybe in the original dimension, but we saw that like once or twice. They only like, showed it to us once or twice, but the the husband was talking, or the the raccoon uh, husband oh, yeah. uh, was one of the, uh, was the person who told her that like, he's been... She's been killing people with that thing. Yeah. Or the fact that... I, I guess it really caught me off guard at the beginning of the movie. Once you find out that her daughter is the the entity or the being, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And then it tied into her daughter always feeling like she was never good enough in every universe where she was just always down and always never really good connection, like you said, with her mom. Yeah. And she just, for some reason, had this, like, this emptiness or feeling <clears throat> inside of her. And I think... The rock scene was funny. So there, okay, so there's multiple scenes in the movie that I experienced that was very funny to me. One was the way she always talked to her husband. Like oh, they did yeah. the stereotypical like Asian thing, yeah. and I'm not gonna repeat it because that would be insensitive. But they did a stereotypical Asian thing when it's just like you know the way they talk and banter with each other. Like yeah. he was always weird and out of the pocket saying stuff like yeah. oh the, the luggage she was like where's the luggage for the suit because somebody was coming to pick up a suit yeah. and then she was just because they ran a cleaner <laughs> yeah. and he was like it was more comfortable see and he put googly eyes on everything everything which was just weird yeah but it was, was like comical character. into a certain way and then like you get to the point where they have to go in a meeting in the movie and they have to go speak with the, the irs lady oh yeah and um they have to talk to her and get like her point of, like and get her to like approve a loan or something. They're just trying yeah. to get a business loan. And No, I think they were they were behind on payments for tax oh. shit. Because because remember oh, she yeah. was trying they were trying to write off literally every stupid thing that they bought as as a tax write off for oh, the business. True. So she's sitting there like, Why do you need a te- karaoke machine for your business? You own a laundromat. And then she was like, I'm a singer. <laughs> she yeah. was like, And then he was like, my, No, no, my wife mistake hobbies as careers. Yeah. And she was just like, Okay. But okay, so the, so the, throughout the whole movie, there's these weird scenarios, there's these funny moments, but there is this undertone, this very serious undertone about something's going on. Like, yeah. And that's me being a deep thinker. And someone who likes to look for the emotional aspect in things. It's when I looked at, um, I was just paying attention to the movie. And at the end of the movie, like, her mom said something about her. Because her daughter ended up being, like, the villain. Mm-hmm. Right? Her daughter was, like, trying to get to her mom and get her to look at the fucking bagel. So, if you want to know what the bagel is, it's practically everything. A black hole. It's a black hole. Essentially, it's just a black hole. Like, literally, it just sucks up everything. But it's shaped like a bagel, which. With everything on it. It's an everything bagel. Yes. Because it takes everything. That's literally what she said it was to yeah. her mom. She said <laughs> yeah. everything bagel. So, 
the bagel is sucking in everything or it's supposed to, it's trying to, she's trying to use to get her mom to look at the bagels or her mom could be like her and be consumed and fractured. Yeah. So essentially what happens is if you look at the bagel, it's supposed to allow you to like exist in every possible universe at the same time, which practically makes you fractured and like her. No. What do you mean? No, no, because that's, she's, so she's fractured. The, the reason why the daughter became evil is because her mom pushed her too hard because she saw potential in her and she fractured her mind. And so her entire life was already living in every single universe simultaneously. Oh. That's why she was fucking going crazy and pissed off. And that's what happened to her mom when her mom pushed herself too hard and then she became fractured. And that's why near the end she was like jumping between different like characters. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah. In I different remember universes. That. The reason why she wanted somebody to come into the bagel with her was because the bagel represent like basically the idea of the bagel was for like peace for both of them. Like they could or it was it was nothingness. It was absolute nothingness. And it basically, like, it was pretty much dying. And so, mm -hmm. or at least that's the way that I see it. And the daughter obviously always um, craved a connection to happen with the mom. Mm -hmm. Because she always felt either cast away or um, like she was disappoint a disappointment or just in some way she was her and her mom just didn't connect but she the evil person like you said before wasn't trying to um, to kill the mom like you said mm -hmm. but she also wasn't trying to fracture her brain but she needed her brain to be fractured so that she understood what she was going through and then okay. she wanted her to come with her in the bagel and have peace together Okay, so that's interesting because that's not how I viewed the movie when I watched it. I mean, you're right about the whole her mind wasn't fractured or she didn't want to fracture her mind. Mm -hmm. But that brings me back to the point of what I was telling you about earlier before we started recording where I was just yeah. like, listen, I don't think the daughter was the bad guy. She just wanted to get to her mom, right? So the only thing that I feel confused like me, though, was like she wanted to get to her mom, right? She wanted her mom to go her through the bagel. But like... Why particularly that version of her mom, right? Because they were apparently going from universe to universe, looking at the different variations of her mom, looking for the one yeah. that would be able to stop her. But that didn't make sense. Because if she just wanted one version of her... It's like, it'll be different if she wanted every version of her mom. Mm -hmm. But like it seemed like she didn't want every version of her mom in every universe. She particularly said, I've been looking for you. When she bent down, she didn't try to kill her like we thought she was. Yeah. She was just like, I've been looking for you. I don't want to kill you. I just want you to... Maybe maybe she was looking for a specific one, and maybe she did kill the other ones because they she knew that it wasn't the specific one. And maybe the husband, the the raccoon husband, was correct in the sense in the sense that she is the one because she's bad at everything. So she had the potential to be great at everything else, and so therefore, well, see that's it. Wait, You're right. so therefore, what that did was that gave her mind the ability to jump between all of the universes so that she would fracture her mind enough so that the daughter would finally find one that actually was just as fractured as she was. I mean, I guess. And, and so, but also I feel like what constitutes the daughter as the bad guy, because you're right in the sense that she wasn't the bad guy because all she really wanted was to find peace with her mother. But... Um, I think what constitutes her as the bad guy is because she killed so many people in the process of finding that one person. Mm. Like, she didn't really care about other people's lives. Okay. She, you know, because she, she made herself reach the point of not giving a fuck about anything or anyone. True. Okay, well, that, yeah, that, that makes sense to a certain extent. I mean, <laughs> I mean at the same time, it's kind of like the same aspect of, of, as Thanos. He's got a point. This world is dying. If we killed half of the people on this planet, our world would flourish for so much longer. But the but fact... But it's not a permanent fix. It's temporary. It's temporary, yeah. But it's temporary for the next couple centuries, at least. 
So you're delaying the inevitable if it's going to happen. That everything that doesn't make everything better. is delaying an inevitable. That's not true. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not. We're not going there. We're not <laughs> doing that. So anyway. So yeah. So the movie was just wow. But the most. But there's some funny moments like I was saying in the movie. One was the rock scene where basically her her. So through all these dimensions, there are different versions of them, right? So mm-hmm. one, they're pinatas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one, they're pinatas, and one, her daughter like her part of her body is like damaged and yeah. looking candy. Then there are cartoon sketches in one. But in one particular one, the final dimension that she wanted her to look through in the donut, or not the donut, the fucking bagel, was them being rocks. And, yeah. And they were they were just rocks sitting on the edge of a cliff. And, like, it's silent, right? And all mm-hmm. this, it's no audio. It's just text that shows up with the, yeah. for their, like, what they're saying for, like, on the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's just hilarious because, like, they're making jokes and they're talking, but, like, you're sitting there reading it because there's no sound. So it makes it even more hilarious yeah. to me. It was more funny for me because it was just, like... It was hilarious to me, too. It was just, it was just, like... She, and then, like, her mom made a joke and it was, like, it's not funny. And then they both said, ha, 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 ha. It yeah. was, like, hilarious. <laughs> and then the, very, the moment where she was just, like, um, in the movie... She was talking to her husband from the another dimension or universe that was trying to help her like understand how to travel and traverse and grab memories from other versions of her to be the best version, I guess. But he was like, wait a minute. He was like, that's why you're the one. Because you're the most failed version of yourself. Yeah, you and are I was like, damn. Nothing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're, you're so bad that you have to be the one. Yeah. You're so bad at everything in this universe that that means in other universes you're actually good at at least something. So, therefore, you can take the skills from all these better versions of yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's crazy. So, there's two relationships that I want to talk about from the movie, right? Well, mm-hmm. actually, there's three. Okay. There's three relationships. There's the one with her and her husband, which I thought was interesting. Because her husband always just came off as a comic relief throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Until the end of the movie... You like, and then they hinted at like them getting a divorce, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was divorce papers that was found in multiple universes, and one of the universe they never even end up together. Like a she went off to of become universes, yeah, they end, end up together. Yeah. And one in the universe, she ended up becoming like a kung fu artist, like very well respected she, actress as well. She was, yeah, she was like the Bruce Lee of that, but the female Bruce Lee, you know, where yeah, like the, she kung fu master and did a bunch of movies and all that shit and became famous. And then, yeah, so the dynamic between her and her husband, like I said, at the beginning of the movie, it was just comedic, right? It was just, like, I felt, I felt like I could understand, almost like they wanted to show you why she wanted to get divorced, because it was very, like, surface level. It wasn't her who who wrote those papers up, it was him, that was because he was... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, he wanted, yeah, he wanted a divorce in that universe. Yeah. So, yeah, so he, he wanted to get a divorce, so you could see, like, why they might be kind of bored with each other, Mm or life is just stagnant, but I feel like that was a representation of anybody's life like when you're with someone for so long you get so comfortable that things might get repetitive and it's just life in general even if you don't look at it from a relationship perspective if you mm-hmm. like you work the same job after several years you're just gonna be like oh, oh yeah you know i mean unless you're really passionate about it but yeah. still relationships are different because people change and you have to maintain that that spark and that level of interest so anyway so it was about to get, they, their dynamic throughout the entire movie i just felt like they were like Oh, like, I can see why they might not work out. Then at the end of the movie, if you remember, like, it looked like she was trying to fight for anything or one reason, like, to keep existing apart from her daughter. Or I can't remember. It was a part in the movie towards the end where she looked at her husband and, like, she remembered, like, through everything, he was always, like... He was always positive. Yeah. He was always happy, and he was always kind to everybody. Yeah, he never got angry. He never did anything. And then she, and that's when she was like, I'm going to fight the way you fight. Yeah. Which was, like, meaning, like... You're fighting just, with kindness. Yeah, fighting with kindness and being happy. Mm-hmm. So every time she fought somebody or she was going up to sit to fight her daughter, she, instead of, like, physically hitting them or beating them across the head... She gave she them was, what they wanted. Yeah. yeah. She was, like, she looked in them and saw the what they wanted most and then... They got it. Yeah. So that that, like that was one good. dude who she fucking puts the ball gag in his mouth and spins. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Those people. That, that shit was weird. Yeah. So that that was crazy. And uh, so, what did you think about that dynamic between her mom and her and the dad? Uh. So yeah. At first, it really just seemed like um, it would it was more of a relationship, one of those relationships that you see where like. They've been together for for so long, so they're just comfortable with the dynamic of things. But 
I mean, like, you could tell that the husband was upset with the way that the wife treated him because he would bring up random things like, hey, we should go on a trip after everything is all done with or, oh, we should do something together or this or that. And she was always like, no, this needs to be done. This needs to be done. I need to do this, this and this. So just get out of my way so I can get it done. And like, you go do this or something, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, you could tell he was upset because, um, because the stress that his wife was going through, but also for the fact that he wasn't able to help her get over it in any way. You know, she was kind of she was kind of stepping on her own toes because he was trying to help her just find some peace and she just didn't have time for it. Yeah. Um so there was that aspect in the beginning of it. And then as the movie went on, um you would notice little things like how you know, like she would, she would black out. She would go into a different universe, and that's when her husband would start talking to the IRS lady. And then she'd come out of it, and then the IRS lady be like, "You know what? I'll give you some extra time, mm-hmm. or you know, like I'll I'll let you have like you know this time, blah blah blah, whatever." So obviously, her husband actually was, he did have that power of, you know, like honesty and just like pure, pure kindness. Mm -hmm. that people cherish because there's not a lot of that in the world, you know? And so I feel like she overlooked that Mm -hmm. because she, she, she saw his kindness for weakness, which a lot of people see kindness for weakness. So she saw his kindness for weakness, but never actually saw the things that he really did for her. Um, and then as, as the movie went on and she realized that, um, that being angry and trying to fight fire with fire was never the the way to put out the fire Mm -hmm. and she realized near the end of the movie like you said how she she actually finally saw everything that her husband was doing and how he was so care not necessarily carefree but like happy all the time and trying to lighten the mood for everybody at all times Mm-hmm. And so she realized, you know what, instead of trying to fight fire with fire, I'm going to pl- take a play out of your book and I'm going to fight fire with, you know, just I'm going to fight this evil with kindness yeah. and see how that works. And it, it worked out for her in the end. So, I mean, and then also like the whole divorce thing, like when they found the papers, he he was shocked that they came up and then she grabbed the paper and she was look she when she finally saw it she says what is this paper i don't remember ever receiving this paper or drawing it up or anything and mm-hmm. that's when the husband was like that's because i did this mm-hmm. you know he's the one who wanted the divorce in the first place but it's not necessarily that he wanted it because he didn't love her anymore he he wanted it because he felt like maybe their lives would have been better if they never had gotten married. And in other universes that did prove to be true. You know, all of their li- their lives were better without each other in it. Well, he in the universe where she became the kung fu master slash actress, he actually she ran into him at a party and she I guess she was shocked he was there and she was yeah. like, "I thought you would still be running a laundromat in America." And he was just like, "No, I got lucky. I got yeah. some, you know, I got into some businesses and I got lucky." Yeah. And um I remember like she tried to kiss him or something in the alleyway and he kind of pulled away and I think it was because he was just kind of like, "I forgot what the fuck happened in that alleyway." No, he actually he professed his love to her. Yeah. And then she blatantly turned him down. And then after she jumped through universes again, oh yeah, yeah. And then she find like she came back again. And then she's like, "Wait a minute, maybe we could make this work." And so he's sitting there like, hit like that version of him has been there the whole time. So he's sitting there like, "Wait a minute, I profess my love to you, and you broke my heart yet again, and now you're gonna try and flip it around and be like, no, maybe we could make this work." Okay. So like he was he was like, "No, nah, I don't, I'm." I'm not I'm not somebody that you play games with. I'm somebody who wants to be here for you and you obviously don't know what you want because you're flipping the script so much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, at the end of the whole scenario, like that relationship with her and her husband, I just felt like was 
it was an interesting read, like watching it progress mm-hmm. and how it developed through the movie. And then at the end, she she actually end up look what she thought was his weakness, realized it was a strength. Mm-hmm. And that's why she used it to get to her daughter and save her daughter. And the next relationship I want to talk about was between her and her daughter. Yeah. Like, you know, we talked about how her daughter in her head is very tumultuous. Like, just, you know, typical, like, mother beating a daughter down, telling her she fat, telling her she need to lose weight, telling her, you know, how, her daughter was gay. She didn't want to tell her grand, her uh, her father that he was gay. I mean, that, she, that her daughter was gay. Yeah, because he was traditional... Uh, Chinese and it was just it was it just wasn't, wasn't ready, something yeah, yeah it, w- it just wasn't something that she felt that he would approve of and she was always searching for his approval because he didn't approve of her relationship with the husband in the first place you know so she felt like he was always just disappointed in her as a daughter and mm-hmm. so I she she projected that disappointment onto her own daughter yeah and I think it's for some reason it's very common, or it's, I'm not gonna say common because I don't know a lot of Asians to say that I can speak for them. I will just say I in a lot of Asian movies the mothers are always like this very hard, or father is always very hard. You can never please me type scenario. I mean, I follow a couple uh, comedic Asians on TikTok, and this one dude does like does like the dynamic between him and his dad and he's like this like whitewashed Asian teenager who just wants to have fun and his dad's like the traditional strict Asian parent who's always uh, uh, yeah, like yeah. on his ass about studying and like you got to become a doctor and this or this or this you know like and so uh, I feel like you know without being offensive I will say that stereotypes don't come just out of nowhere. They come from a little bit of truth. So, you know, there are, I would say, there are people in different communities that perpetuate their stereotypes. And that's why the stereotypes cr- were created. Hmm, interesting. I didn't, I mean, I had a feeling, but I don't, I don't try to, like... I don't try to look to media and comedy like stereotypes of like different cultures not isn't always true it's just that stereotypes so that's why I never try to like I'm not saying they're always true I'm just saying there are there are instances where they are true and yeah okay so her daughter and her has this very like love you hate you relationship type thing the only thing that I will say from that entire relationship that I got until the very end of the movie was the fact that her mom said, even though you act like you care about nothing and nothing matters, you literally travel the multiverse just to find me. Yeah. The person that you claim pushed you away, made your life a living hell through every multiverse, you still search for me at the end of everything when you said nothing mattered and you had all of this Nothing matters. I don't care about anything. You still came looking for me, the one person that you claim hurt you the most. Yeah. Like, that in my mind was just like, wow, that's that's deep. The fact that even with all of this knowledge and being able to travel any universe you wanted to go to, you still wanted to find that version of your mom. Yeah. So, that was that was crazy when I thought I mean, about it. Yeah, that, that was... That was... I guess a big realization for the audience and for the daughter. Um, But also at the same time, like she in some sense did perpetuate not giving a fuck about anything. I think she didn't care about anything except her mom, but she was so angry at her mom for what she did to her that she couldn't see the fact that she still desired companionship with her mother yeah true so my takeaway from the entire movie is just apart from being kind and being nice i think the movie was it was emotional for me when i got towards the end and everything was clicking for me it was emotional because i looked at the movie and i said hmm i feel like i was at that point in my life recently where i felt like things were getting samey you know there was no adventure there was no happiness had I made the right choices to be where I was. Um, but I got out of that mindset 
that mindset quickly before I even saw this movie because in my mind, I've always tried to look at the best things in life and I always try to make people laugh. Like, a lot of people that know me know, like, I like to joke and sometimes my humor humor is dry, but I like to joke and I like to, like, just have fun because, like, as I got older in life and I started growing up, like, it was all about I can't wait to become an adult, make my own money and do my own thing. Nobody can't tell me nothing. And then you realize... Oh, I'm an adult. These bills come every fucking month. (laughs) And I have to like, I like, there's been a pandemic, Mm -hmm. you know, there's been so many other things that happen. I'm just like, man, you really just got to make your own moments to be happy because it's not like they're just going to fucking fall in your lap. Yeah. It's not like you can just do whatever you want, whenever you want. You have to kind of be an adult and take responsibilities for the things that you have to take care of to make sure that you have the essentials like a roof over your head or food in your belly or, you know, like gas to get to and from work, shit like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it that, I mean, you're right. There are, you do have to make time to enjoy life you know and to really to really see the beauty in this world you know and i think you know like vacations and doing things for yourself is necessary for our mental health um but also like why the fuck would we just stay in one city or one town or one state for our entire lives and never actually venture out and do anything for ourselves there's so much this world has to offer and has like like, why not go see it? People always say they don't have time, but, like, you have an entire fucking lifetime. Come on. True. Your bills are going to be there when you get back. You know, your fucking shitty boss is going to be there when you get back. So, Agreed. why not go out and do something that actually makes you happy to be on this fucking planet? True. And I, I also feel like when, at the end of the movie, apart from that moment and just that realization, I think it was from the perspective of me and my life and just how I related to the movie and my, like, interpretation of the movie, because that's what I'm speaking from, Yeah, was just like, I looked at the movie and I was just like, man, like, the pro- her problem wasn't that she didn't achieve like, or she did, she wasn't successful because, you know, she had her kids, she had her, you know, husband and stuff. My thing was, you can live a successful life and still play it safe. Because I think she played it safe, but that's not what made her life, like, almost miserable for her. It was the fact that she didn't go the extra mile to do things that she wanted and was true to herself. Like, yeah. she lived this, she could have she been with her husband, been happy. But anything else she wanted to pursue outside of her own interests was always kind of like, oh no, I'm not going to do that. That might not be a good idea. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, what if I fail? I might not. Yeah, I might not. You know, or I might. I, maybe I'm not as good as I think I am. You know, that type of stuff. I think Just she like, got lost in her marriage as well. Yeah, like she she forgot, and I see that happen in a lot of people. It's like they get married, and they was like, I'm married now. This person has to be my whole life, and I was like, no, you're still individual people. You yeah. aren't y'all aren't Dragon Ball Z and fusing together. Like you're. <laughs> You're still separate entities who has different interests. No matter how much you want to say, this is my soulmate. And we get, like, the only thing, and I hate, I'm going to say this. I personally feel like there's no such thing as one true soulmate. I think there are multiple people put on this earth where that you have similarities. And depending on the time in your lives where you cross and those similarities match up. Because you see so many people say they're so deeply in love and then they get divorces 10 years, 15 years later. And it's because people change. Their yeah. interests change. Then people don't keep that. You expect somebody you marry at 17 to, or at 19 to be the exact same person in 20 or 30 years. Shit, even 10 years. True. You know? Especially, especially for people who get married, like, even if it's like right out of high school, you know, I changed, I personally have changed exponentially, or at least I wouldn't necessarily say changed, I grew exponentially from the person that I was when I graduated high school till right now. And that's been, uh, fuck math. Um, let's say 13, 14 years, okay? It's been about 14 years since I graduated high school. And, you know, like, I'm, if I dated somebody, if I was in a relationship with, with somebody, 
or I married somebody right out of high school, I I can honestly say right now that I don't really think, I mean, I, I don't have the same views that I did back then. So it, it's a strong possibility that we are ideals could have grown separate apart you know but i feel like that come but those relationships that fail come from two things right my and i see it in a lot of relationships and in particular the one in this movie is just like people get in relationships and then they one they become too aggressive or they, or they become too docile submissive or docile so like you got on one hand you got the people that's just like you can't do this you need to change you need to do this and you end up pushing your partner away as opposed to talking to them and actually like gradually having those conversations about where y'all need to meet in the middle yeah or you have the person who completely becomes submissive and don't ever voice their opinion and just goes along with the flow and then at the end of the day you're sniffing others like why are we getting divorced well you don't even know my favorite food anymore i don't eat the same thing i used to or, I, or why you didn't tell me you didn't like this anymore Oh, I just felt like I didn't want to cause any drama. What do you yeah. mean? Like, your opinion matters in a relationship. You should mm-hmm. give it. You exactly. just have to be mindful in, in the way you in the present way that you give the it. information. Yeah. Definitely. Because you could just be like, I don't fucking like your hairstyle. Now, we all know <laughs> that's a fucked up way to say yeah, something, absolutely. right? Yeah, totally. You could be like, hey, you know, remember back when you were doing your hair like this? I really did, I really enjoyed it when you did your hair like that. Unless you date somebody, when you say that, the first thing they say is, oh, you don't like my hair? It's not good enough for well, you? Well, that's, that's someone being aggressive and confrontational. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. That Some people are, have to I be like, that. well, shit, I was trying to be nice about it, but if you really want to play it that route, yeah, your hair right now fucking sucks. It's <laughs> an argument, a huge ass argument. Chris is sleeping on the couch. Nah, bitch, I bought the bed. I'm sleeping on the bed. Ah, uh, okay. So now you're aggressive, arrogant, straight male. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm a. So who's I, sleeping in the bed? Both of y'all, or are you kicking her out of the bed? I'm, I'm gonna sleep in the bed. If she don't want to sleep next to me, that's her. So problem. what if y'all walk the bed together? It's well, still, if we buy the bed, the bed together, then I'm fucking sawing that bitch in half and I'm sleeping on my I don't side. believe this bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. This is all like hype talking. He fucking. If we bought it together, then yeah, I'll fucking sleep on the couch because I'm sure. And she tell you to get out. Comfortable too. If she told me to get out, fuck no. She told uh-uh. you to get out of the room and go sleep on the couch. You're not leaving. So you're being arrogant just because uh, she told you to leave the room. No, I'll fucking go get out of the room and sleep on the couch. Okay, the not the house. Like, yeah, no, I don't. told me to get out of the house. I'm like, nah. nah. I mean, if you're dating somebody <laughs> and they're nah. telling you to get out of the house, I don't think you should probably want to stay with that person. Like, I mean, I get That's people can do things. I, I get people can do things, right? But I always live by this thing that my mom and dad told me to do in their relationship is you don't go to bed angry at each other. Yeah, no, that's I always try to do my best to not go to bed angry with somebody. And even if I'm angry, I'll still, like, throw my hand over and, like, come, pull in and cuddle. Yeah, like, listen. Some sort, of, some sort of, like, neutral ground agreement before you go to bed that you can pick up and... I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dog. That's what I am. Like I, I, I shut the fuck up. <laughs> I will, I will bark and I will bite and I will talk shit all night long and I'll go and ar- we'll argue, we'll bark back and forth for hours. But at the end of the day, like as soon as you like rub my head or you pull me in, I'm just like, okay, okay, okay fine, I get it. <laughs> I'm, I, I fucked. I up. was out of line. You're I right. didn't really fuck up, but I'll. I, you're you're rubbing me, so yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> so so yeah that, that's kind of yeah but but in the movie it was a great movie i enjoyed the movie overall like i loved the the comedy it was a perfect yeah. balance of comedy a perfect balance of action you know the action was funny there was there was particularly one scene where like so the way they jump through universes to get information is they have to do weird just With weird random shit. fucking off the wall shit that they would never do yeah yeah and and then what ended up happening was <laughs> she was trying to jump to a to another universe to learn how to fight better or something she was fighting this man and this man had he had to do the same thing he yeah, had to do so something awkward she, so, so she like she hit him in the head or something and it like knocked his that body, that version of himself out of the universe where he mm-hmm. was a good fighter. And so he had to, he also had to do something, something fucking weird. weird to um, get back. To get back to, you know. Okay, let me introduce fighter. the spark because you're trying to take over. All right. Okay, so they, she had, he had to do something weird, right? 
And like throughout <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, there's these fucking awards <laughs> that these IRS people get and it's shaped like a fucking dildo. No, like a shit. butt plug. Like, yeah. It's shaped like a butt plug. So anyway, she he's got to do something weird to get back into his get his effort get back the knowledge he needs to fight. So he sees this dildo and he's like, I'm gonna jump on the dildo. So this whole fight sequence where she's trying to prevent him from jumping on top of a fucking butt plug. And some guy pops out of nowhere and kicks her. And then he has a fucking trophy up his ass. No, 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 no. He did. No, okay, okay. You're fucking explaining it wrong. No, I'm not. I don't no, want to explain hold everything. Up, hold up, All right. Real Move. quick, let me fucking explain it. He so think, basically what happened is they're sitting there fighting. She knocks him. She, he knocks her at the same time. And so, like, she needs to find some way to... Um, to do something weird to but it has to be extreme like extremely off the wall because if it's just slightly weird then it like sends it, it doesn't get the connection correctly um so she needs to find something super weird to do but he needs to find something super weird to do at the same time and so he sees the award that looks like a butt plug and so like he's like okay i'm gonna fucking stick this in my ass basically so the whole time they're fighting he pulls his pants down and fucking like trying to move his ass onto this fucking butt plug shaped uh, trophy the whole time where she keeps on moving it and everything and then it's somehow it gets knocked on the floor and she gets knocked on the floor and then out of oh, nowhere this goodness. other dude just jumps over the fucking uh like office wall thing like the little cubicle wall and he's like naked uh he, he has a he has a shirt on but he doesn't have any pants or underwear on and he's just like flying through the air with his legs holding up his or his arms holding up his legs and he's just like barreling ass first towards this fucking butt plug and then he falls onto it gets onto it and he becomes this super amazing fighter and starts fighting this chick. And I forget what she had to do, but she had to do something super weird. And um, she was able to get some fighting, her fighting skills. And so she's fighting this dude. And while she's fighting that dude, the guy who originally was trying to get the butt plug up his ass found a trophy and he fucking, I guess he sticks it up his ass. And so they're fighting each other. And while they're fighting, like, she's doing this crazy kung fu shit against a guy who is basically Donald Duck in it uh, with a butt plug trophy sticking out of his ass that you see every now and then. And then this other dude who's wearing pants with a trophy sticking out of his ass. That's what happened. Do you remember now? Okay. <laughs> you just adding in some little parts where some dude is trying to pop his booty on his butt plug. No, you explained so, it wrong. I, I didn't explain it wrong. It happened. It happened, and that's how it happened for me when I saw it. I'll rewatch it again, and I will let you know whether your story was true or not. No, you won't. So, you just anyway, won't say shit. I, what? You just won't say anything. I will. Know. I can admit when I'm wrong. Anyway, so <laughs> the movie, just of it was, it was a good movie, and I recommend... If you want to see it, it's everything all at once. Wait. No, it's ev everything, everything everywhere, everywhere all at once. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to go see that movie, I would highly recommend it. It's a hilarious movie. It has deep meaning. It has great actors. I feel like everybody did a really good job. Yeah. No one really just let like let down and just like, oh, they're not really acting well. It was really good. I was surprised that Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. And she got an Oscar for that role. Yeah. I mean, I... I wouldn't doubt it. I would have given her an Oscar for that role. I was curious that she wasn't going to be in a whole movie, right? Because I just saw her as like... The, the, but she was literally in everywhere. Whole, yeah. Everywhere. Every part okay. of the movie, she was there. Like she For the most part. Yeah. 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 I mean, she even had a relationship with the main character. <laughs> yeah. And, and that fucking hot, hot dog. The hot dog round. That shit was fucking weird. Yeah. It was. Oh, my God. Yeah. Honestly, if... If I had to choose, I'm not, look, I don't know though, because like there are times when that hot dog universe was really funny, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I feel like I could have done without like the condiments coming out of the fingers all over the face. I was like confused. That. Like I get it. They could have <laughs> said hot dog fingers, but I don't think in the universe they actually called them hot dog fingers. It could have just been names. They did. They called them hot dog fingers. Well, I mean, in, 
in other universes describing that universe, they called it the universe where they have hot dogs for fingers. Okay, well, still, it was fine up until the part where ketchup and <clears throat> mustard was squirting out of their fingers. I was like, that's a bit much, yeah. right? Like, no. But other than that, you know, like, there was also another weird fucking um, universe where it was very similar to Ratatouille, but instead of a rat being on the fucking chef's head, it was a raccoon being on the chef's head and helping him... Uh, cook really well and amazingly and he was a um he was a hibachi chef oh yeah that was that was kind of weird interesting yeah. <laughs> especially when she jumped on his head and started controlling him with her with his hair yeah like, okay but anyway i would recommend the movie it's going on 50 minutes this is not an extremely long episode because we're just getting back into this and I would recommend you guys go watch this movie. It's yeah. really good. I would recommend it as well. Let us know if you do watch it. Let us know what you think. Also, one thing that we are going to... We have been thinking about starting to do is reacting to... Uh, like, doing reactions to, um, uh, like, different animes and different movies. So, if any of the listeners have any anime or movie ref- uh, references that they would like to give us... Um, we'd be more than happy to uh, check some of them out. So let us know. As an anime watcher, I have a list already that he needs. To I'm watch. an anime watcher as well. Oh, anime. I'm currently in the process of watching uh, Attack on Titan. I've seen Soul Eater. I've seen Hunter x Hunter. I've seen um, all of the Studio, Studio Ghibli movies. I've seen Dragon Ball Z. I've seen... Uh, Naruto, Bleach, um, what else? Uh, there was this one, uh, that I watched on Netflix. One Piece? No. Demon Slayer? Demons, I've seen Demon Slayer. Um. My Hero Academia? You haven't seen that one? Yeah, either. I've seen that one. I've also, oh, wait, uh, Sword Art Online. Mm-hmm. Man, I've seen a bunch. Okay, well... We'll find something or suggest something that we probably haven't seen. Because it sounds like he watched a lot. But he watched a lot of, like, the mainstream animes. Not any of the, like, hidden gems. So, that's fine. That's nice. But, um, thanks guys for listening. And we're definitely going to... As soon as Chris becomes more available and can commit, we'll definitely have more content coming out. You know, because he's the busy one making all the money. So, it is what it is. And... Have a great night. Yeah, have a great night, you guys. Have a good night. (laughs)